Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. I'm applying for a bank post at the moment just to kind of learn uh, to do shifts in other areas, really. In terms of how I'm feeling about the interview today, I'm feeling quite okay about the, the interview process, but it's more the exam that I'm a bit nervous about. Having a lot of people around and doing it like this in an open, it feels like you actually came from an open day, so you don't feel as scared. Hello, my name is Beth Mason, a Senior Programme Officer at NHS Employers, and I'm here at Guys and St Thomas's Recruitment Assessment Day. Today, I'm going to explore the different techniques that are taken by the recruitment team to ensure a fast and effective process for both the candidate and the trust before, during and after the day. So I'm Sophie Hirsch and I'm lead manager for nurse recruitment, um, but covering nursing, midwifery and nursing assistants. Has a new initiative of widening participation, which is called PPI, not uh, payment protection insurance. <laughs> it's uh, public and patient. So at Guys and St Thomas, we run um, Band Five assessment centres. So they're generic assessment centres. Um, once candidates arrive, they are um, given a briefing, so explaining how the day is going to work. Um, they're then generally split into two groups. Uh, one group will uh, have their interview first, whilst the other group sit a situational judgment test. And um, following these sections, they will then um, complete some ID checks and their pre-employment checks. Um, it really is a one-stop career shop. Uh, so that they're not coming backwards and forwards to complete various different bits of paperwork. They can do everything in one go. Rebecca Young! Hi, my name's Rebecca Young. Um, I'm a, sta a staff nurse um, applying for a bank post. Um, the assessment centre it, it differs probably because um, it's like a kind of... A, group whereas before I've kind of just been like pulled in at one person at a time kind of thing and um, so it's quite nice just to have other people there just to um, talk to to really really chill you out a little bit it's quite nice actually I quite like it. One of the ways in which the trust has helped speed the recruitment process up is by introducing something called killer questions and this is done at the shortlisting stage. Sophie explains what this is and the benefits it has had to the trust. What we've actually done is we've now introduced a series of killer questions um, which the candidates must answer and then depending on how they answer those they're either put straight through or they're also rejected and given some feedback. Um, what we've found is this has really improved our recruitment timeframes. Also we are ensuring that shortlisting is standardised by all candidates being asked the same question and we're also minimising any unconscious bias. I think by doing this as well, it might give an advantage to candidates who could be very uh, compassionate and empathetic nurses, but might not know how to sell themselves on paper, yet still have extremely good clinical skills. I found the application process really good, actually, really easy, um, very straightforward and accessible to use. Hello, good afternoon, Becky, um, and welcome to Guys and Thompson's. Thank you so much for your applications. 
My name is Noreen Ging. My role is both clinical sister, but also here today I'm, I'm one of the recruitment sisters. So my role is to actually seek out um, new expected candidates that we would like to actually embrace into our team with key qualities that we're actually looking for, which is good foundation nursing, but also that the key importance of our patient is our first primate, and that's what we're trying to tease out. The key benefits of recruiting to our department is getting the right candidate for the right job. We're um, quite blessed because I'm representing quite a vast area, because then I can actually say to them, this is what we've got an offer. What is it you're actually looking for? So I'm making sure that they'll actually fit into the right job. And I want the candidate to be happy. Here in the panel today, we've got Andrea Kelly, but also I've actually got Tom Kaufman, who is our patient governor representative. The Trust has recently incorporated public patient involvement representatives onto the interview panel. And Noreen, who is accompanied by patient representative Tom today, explains why this has helped her and other panellists make the correct decisions when appointing new nurses. Yes, it's okay, well and good actually having two nurses on the, uh, on the panel, but having a patient representative focus is quite important because we're going to be patients at some stage in our lives um, and therefore him having a more mature um, experience and background and bringing that in from the different perspective both from patient but also from the general public sector is quite important because we need to get our candidates right. We need to make sure that the candidates we're getting will be able to actually give the best care and quality to our patient which is a prime reason why we're actually here. Lynn Fraser, another public patient representative, got involved with this role through her voluntary work at the Trust. She explains what she brings to the panel and why it is important to have the patient voice heard. I think that my representation on the panel helps in the interview process in that it's useful to both the candidates and the other members of the panel who can at times sit back when I'm asking questions and actually study the candidate better. Basically, it comes down to the question for me of whether I would like this person to be my nurse. And I, obviously, the nurses or the medical staff deal with the other aspects and I deal with more of the personal aspects. Mm -hmm. I find that quite important. You could have a really highly qualified nurse who isn't easy to go on with. At the assessment centre days, the Trust has adopted a collaborative approach, which has helped the day run smoothly. Different departments work together to interview the candidates and this gives them the opportunity to explore other areas they may not have considered. So at Guys and St Thomas's we take a collaborative approach um, to all of our recruitment and particularly at the assessment centres. So um, it would be our nursing workforce team which sits in the chief nurse's office which is our team um, work very closely with the recruitment team which is based over on our guys site. Um, this works really well because we can ensure that not only are we informing candidates of um, the development pathways and potential opportunities within the trust but we can ensure that the um, process is very slick and that they're also given all of the information about their induction and what will happen post interview. In respect of retaining staff we actually do the internal transfer process 
So the candidates within the trust, if they want to transition from a war department to IT or HDAs, they need to seek support from the ward manager and also head of nursing and not going through an interview process again because they've already been interviewed for the trust. I'm just wondering what's going on with Harold. Um, so he's due to go down for a CT um, yep. now. They've called up, so we're just waiting on them to come. Time. Yeah, time. on the time. So Marie Kamara is one of the rotational nurses that has benefited from this collaborative work between departments. She currently works on the cardiac unit, an area which she hadn't considered prior to the assessment centre day she attended last September. Cardiology, that wasn't really on my radar, but I'm so glad I've had it because it's, it's been such a good placement. And I'm next in April, I'm going to urology. Also, that wasn't really up there on my list of places to go. But I'm quite open to it as well because this has been great. Any BM? Um, no BMs on my side. I'll check. I felt the recruitment process here as a whole compared to the other trusts um, was really straightforward from when I applied to then getting a reply back for, with an actual date for my interview and the assessment centre, it wasn't, there wasn't much time in between all of that. But getting an answer so quickly was really helpful because I had other positions that I'd applied for and I'd gotten a yes back from. So yeah, getting that information so quickly gave me time to then think and consider what area I really wanted to do. Okay, so well done everybody for doing the interview. That's the hard bit over. Um, so what we've got here is we've got a situational judgment test. Um, so it is So once the candidates have attended the assessment centre, they will receive an email the same day informing them as to whether they've been successful or unsuccessful at interview. If they've been unsuccessful, they will be able to request some feedback. Um, if they've been successful, they'll be informed of the next steps. Generally, um, following that email, they will receive allocation within a week. Um, following on from that, we would then um, request their references and also run a DBS check if necessary, if they don't already have an enhanced DBS. So what have uh, you got? So I've got the just originals of everything. So That's fine, we've got the photocopy um, downstairs. So I've got I have enjoyed the assessment centre today. Um, it's been quite straightforward and easy, quick, and um, everybody's been very friendly. All in order. Perfect. Um, I've got my birth certificate. Having everything done on one day um, as an applicant is really helpful. Um, it just takes a lot of stress out and um, gets everything done without having to keep coming back and back and um, sort everything out. So if a trust is thinking about starting up an assessment centre, uh, my first piece of advice would be to ensure that they are working collaboratively between all departments. It certainly helped us to make sure that all different staff groups are involved. I think another piece of advice that I would also give them is to ensure that they are organised. It's a very busy day, you're trying to coordinate a lot of things and we want to ensure that the candidates uh, have the best possible experience so that they can perform at their best interview. You've done interview, ID check and SJT. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Guys in St Thomas have put together a great recruitment experience for prospective staff by introducing killer questions, developing a collaborative approach and placing public patient representatives on the panels. It is clear to see that the candidates experience of this process has been positive. 19 of the 24 candidates that attended were offered employment of which 18 accepted. Thanks for listening to this podcast. 
For more resources on recruitment, please visit our website at www.nhsemployers.org forward slash workforce supply.